Hey guys, welcome to episode 18, Bookworm Podcast, your host, Lockie Ville. Um, hope everyone finds themselves well on this uh, 26th of December. Um, have a little bit of downtime today, so I thought I'll um, get some content up. And the topic today is tips for 2020. Um, how can you have a successful uh, year with your health? And I just wanted to share some of my uh, insight and some actual very practical stuff that you can apply straight away. And uh, yeah, hope this helps out. Um, just a quick introduction of myself and my personal trainer. Um, been training people for ten, getting close to 11 years now. Um, I've pretty much I've devoted a fair part of my life about the body and the psychology about it, the nutrition and you know all about the functional movements and and all that kind of stuff so i have a rough idea or i i'm still always looking to innovate it but i have a um, good insight on it and something that i'm probably going to dedicate a vast uh, majority of my life to um i train brazilian jiu-jitsu pretty much every day i train that eight times a week um i use a lot of kettlebells for my training um and yeah i'm super passionate about business uh, what else? Um, and yeah, I enjoy educating myself um, from topics from psychology to the anatomy of the human body, history, and a, a bunch of other various um, topics. But anyway, so that's a quick introduction. So, um, so tips for 2020 to maximize, I guess, your health for 2020. That sounds better. I like that. Um, so... First of all, well, I think number one is you start now, not not in six days or how long it is to to in, in January, because basically I think I've said this in the previous episode, but we've got to look at that the the whole years thing is all it's all bullshit, it's all made up because really what we're basing our values and ethics and our goals. Based on something that doesn't exist, it's a rotation. The Earth is orbited around the sun. That's all it is. Just like your Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, those days don't even actually exist. What what we're basing the days off is a rotation of the Earth as the Earth spins, as the Earth you know, generates spin, that helps it orbit around the sun. But what that sun goes up, sun goes down that's that's all it is to it there's no there's no mondays so the first thing i'll say is base your training or something that you want to start next year start now because the people who want to start on monday or start new year's i I promise you if you're doing that you will definitely last a couple months 100 percent confident in that one um so that's that's the first part the second tip I give with people with their training for anyone's losing motivation is there's a high likelihood that your why on why you want to go to the gym is not big enough. For example, if you wanted to look good for the opposite sex, which I'm all for, the problem is that why is very, it's not big, it's quite small, it's quite insignificant when we really think. And then you've got the problem of now you're basing the values of other people, which is a lot of a, a big part of the fitness industry. Um, so I think for me, it's like 
that should be a natural byproduct. That you should naturally, like, it shouldn't even be a goal. It's like breathing. You never think, all right, today I'm going to try and breathe. You just do it. You don't think about it. So the same perception is you want to lose weight and all that. I don't think your goal should never be lose weight. Like, I think your goal should be to move better. Um, because the byproduct of you moving better is you're going to naturally lose weight. Um, and people, actually, no, I'll, I'll save that for the other tip, but yeah, have a bigger why. So for example, my why particularly, uh, let's, I have a couple whys for training, but the, the couple of them are number one is for my business. I need to be a good representation for my clients and the gym that I operate my business in. So hopefully someone can take inspiration or my clients can take inspiration from that and start taking the first couple steps in their own personal journey with uh, health and wellness, fitness. Um, So I don't need motivation for that. I just show up and I make sure I do my job well. Um, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is my why is I want to hopefully inspire other athletes in, from this country to follow my footsteps and my journey to where uh, my goal is. So again, I don't need motivation to train jujitsu. I, I, I know what I want to do. These are my goals and, and I'm gonna, I've got a big why for it. So again, there's no motivation. Um, is there times when I don't feel like training? Yep. I'm just human as anyone else, but you've got to have that bigger perspective. That bigger perspective is that why. Why am I actually going to do this? Um, what else? And I think my other why is to like this constant journey of me trying to move my body better and like to optimally move my body for years on ends. And that's another why. Um, again, I don't need motivation for that. I want to move better every single day. Um, and then obviously all the little goals fall under that. But that just gives you an idea. So if you want to lose 20 kilos, don't have that goal as 20 kilos. It's, 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 it's silly. You know, and if you don't have a why, well, maybe be a good representation of your family. Hopefully your family can follow in your footsteps. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's a little quick perspective there is your why. Um, yes, I think you need to have goals. I think that's a necessity, but you need to have the umbrella. Excuse me. Um, you need to have the umbrella of the why because the goals will fall under the umbrella. But if you don't, if you don't have the umbrella, you're scattered. And as soon as you go through a little bit of adversity, you're going to lose motivation and you're going to stop. And when you think about that, that's nearly probably about 90% of people. And um, like if I was at the gym this morning, no one's in the gym. There's only, there was literally a handful of people and all of them, had something interesting. All of them were, they had stuff to do. They they just knew that life goes on. And um, it's funny how the morning people have very similar characteristics compared to people who train in the afternoon. Um, that's something I've just observed. But anyway, so yeah, just something to think about, your why. Um, so that's tip. Another tip what we could do is your nutrition. Now, I don't want to go too much in nutrition because I think people complicate it. Um, number one is you're doing this for the rest of your life. So I think I gave these tips on my uh, social media page on Instagram, but you got to go, when you're about to eat shit food, which basically is this particular time of the year, you got to look at, okay, well, what is my why? So that's the first thing to think. But 
here's some other uh, thoughts that go. Through. I think subconsciously now they go through naturally through my thought process, but maybe I haven't really. Uh, maybe I need to start teaching people more of this. But I look at the food. Okay, I'm looking at where has it been made. Is it processed? Is it fresh? I even look at meats. Like people go, oh, what's better? Is it vegetarian or it's like? I think that's a personal choice, but you need to experiment both to understand whether you like it or not. But if I eat meat, I'm getting, I'm buying organic meat. I'm buying grass-fed beef. You know, I'm buying quality meat. I try and buy. You know, most of my meat is from a butcher. Um, so I, I, I have a few things there. Um, I look at how is this going to make me feel? Is it going to make me feel good? Um, I ask myself, is this moving the needle forward towards my goals or my why? Um, but there's a few things there. It's a little bit of mindfulness. It might just take you 30 seconds to do it. Um, but that thought process uh, alone will probably stop most of your bad eating habits. Um, what else can I put towards that? Um, what else, what else? I think um, your, what you have in the cupboard, like if you're going to have, if you've got chocolate in the fridge or the cupboard, like there's a high likelihood you're going to have it. Um, that's including myself. If this, I'm, again, I'm human as everyone else. I'm not special, but again, I, I, I avoid the temptation of having something there. Um, it just makes my life a little bit easier. Um, so that's another couple tips there with your food. Um, now, I can't remember the name for this psychology term, um, which uh, I wish I looked it up before I went on here live. But basically, there's a so- so- psychology term um, which we deal with dis- distractions. So, for example, if you want to check your phone and you know it's not, it's just the surf, Facebook or Instagram or that, have a 10-minute rule. Um, ah, surfing the urge, that's, that's what it's called. So it's a psychology term called surfing the urge. So I just read this a book, this is, but I wanted to relate it to uh, food. So surfing the urge is basically, so if you want to check Facebook, give yourself 10 minutes. And then if you still want to surf Facebook or go through Facebook, go for it. So I would like to see people start applying this psychology, um, uh, I guess, procedure to surf the urge with food. So you can go for that mindfulness as, and all those questions, um, as I said just before. But what you could be doing is surf the earth. So if you want to have that chocolate, okay, sure, go for those questions and maybe set a timer for 10 minutes. And if you still want the chocolate after that, go for it. Um, but having that 10 minutes, I, I guarantee you'll probably stop another big chunk of your bad eating habits. Because what this initially does is stops the emotions coming into play. Because when you're sad, hungry, and all that kind of things, what's the first thing you go for, right? You go for your chocolate. You go for whatever's in the cupboard. Um, But now you've set some time. You have to actually think about it and understand your emotions, why you want to do it. You have a more logical uh, approach to the food that you have. So... This, this is, could be a great example. It's a bit late now, but you could have done this yesterday for Christmas Day. It's like all this desserts and all that. Well, maybe just set the time. Just have 10 minutes to think about, do I want these food? Just because everyone else is eating the shit food doesn't mean you have um, need to. Um, so there, there's some um, more tips there. Um, let's just probably bring it on to my next point 
is your social group is massive influence. Now, your social group, you, the old saying is, um, if I can say this correctly, I never say it correctly, but you uh, will be the sixth of the, the, the time that you spend the most time with, uh, you know, out of the five people. Now, that doesn't just have to be necessarily be your best friends. That could be your family. That could be your, your work colleagues. You know, th- that could be just the people who you listen to in a day-to-day life. So if... Now, if we look at those five people you spend the most time with and you're trying to lose weight, you're trying to have a healthy lifestyle, this could be your, your kids, this could be your partner, your, you know, your spouse, this could be anything. If you look at what their habits are, um, and this could also mean you know, a bit more outside training, you, know, you look at their income, you look at their, just their basic habits they have in life, there's a, there's a very lot, large likelihood that you will be doing exactly the same. So it's like quitting smoking, but all your best friends still smoke. It's counterintuitive. I guarantee you're going to, oh, it's so hard to quit. I'm like, yeah, dude, because your whole group smokes. Of course it's hard. You've got this temptation with you all the time. It's like having chocolate right next to your bed. Every time you wake up, you see it. Oh, it's hard to not eat chocolate. Oh, yeah, of course, because you're always being tempted. Um... So have a look, just be mindful. You don't have to stop hanging out with people, but just be aware that if you are struggling to do something positive for your body, if you look at your social group and if they have the habits that you're trying not to do, um, again, that's probably a big indicator that you need to do something about that. Um, So yeah, that's some more uh, other useful, very practical tips you can pretty much start applying straight away. Um, what else? Routine. You need routine. Um, if you don't have routine, forget about it. Like, it doesn't matter how disciplined you are. You may think you need some sort of routine. You know, for me, because our lives are so crazy now and everyone's so anxious all the time, we don't really have that time for ourselves. So, you know, for me, it's, I wake up at five o'clock, you know, usually seven days a week. I go for a swim um, then I do my sauna, then I do my cold shower, and then I meditate, um, and then I play my de- day out, and I find doing that, it allows me to control my day, and, and particularly, most importantly, my emotions, because if I don't have control of my emotions, therefore, I'm going to be more acceptable to eat more crappy food. Um, so having a good routine in the morning, trying to move, I think first thing in the morning too, you need to physically, you know, change your state. Um, you know, if you're feeling crap about yourself and you're, um, I'm overweight, or I feel out of shape because I eat so much food or you've been drinking a lot. Um, you can't, it's very hard to think your way to a more positive state, but you can definitely move to a more happier state so and by doing you know, I, I'm a big advocate you need to be moving first thing in the morning um, now whether you know maybe you don't have the luxury of going in a pool where you live but you could go for a walk you can even like see how many burpees you can do in five minutes just something that's going to actually change your state by moving um, and it's it's the most effective tool to lose weight too is, is training um, fast and uh, as well not having any food in your belly that's including caffeine, everything, like anything that's a, anything that you has calories, it's that breaks your fast. So my mistake early on 
Um, my whole process was I used to train fasting, but I used to have a coffee and still label that I was on fasting. But actually, since you're drink coffee that kickstarts your metabolism so you're actually not in a fasting state anymore so just be mindful of that if you are training fast so just make sure you stick to your water um that will be a big thing for you too and you'll find it's probably a lot harder to do with, it, with anything as well um sleeping better is another thing again if you more uh have better quality sleep you're gonna obviously you could lose more weight it's easy more control of your your brain chemistry, um, more control of the decisions that you make. Um, so my job, a part of my job is sleeping seven to eight hours. Like just because I get up 5 a.m. and I'm, I'm, I'm grinding all day, doesn't mean I don't get my sleep. I still sleep seven, eight hours, which is doing more than nearly most people. And I, and I get more things done. Um, so bringing back to sleep is probably you need a regular sleeping routine. I know sometimes it can be hard for for people who have a, um, I guess their shifts change for work and all that. But even then, let's say if you did shift work, you do the basic shift work, from my understanding, from my own experiences, they do 6 to 2, 2 to 10 p.m. and then 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. So I would have routines for those shifts that I was doing. So it's probably not ideal, but if you can, um, yeah, if you can have a somewhat routine for your shifts, but if you're in a, a position where you do work that nine to five or whatever it is you do, um, having the same routine over and over again is so much beneficial. Um, and that also means, which is nearly everyone listening to this, that also means you don't stop it on the weekends. Again, as my, my first uh, point was the days don't exist. It doesn't, it doesn't, it's all, it's all bullshit. We've just based the weeks based on, on people can conform to a modern day society. It doesn't, it's like eating really clean and then eat shit on the weekends. It doesn't, it doesn't work. So your routine has to go seven days a week. And the funny thing, as soon as I changed that, which was actually only not that long ago, it was only about, Three months ago, now I wake up nearly every day at five o'clock. Is I wake up before my alarm. I have, let's say, last three weeks. I reckon there's been three days I've waken with my alarm, and the rest of the time I've actually waken two minutes before my alarm, three minutes before my alarm. Um, something very interesting that I've, I've just started noticing. But um, that's something you need to think about. Is yes, your routine stays the same. So, you know what, I think. For me, getting up early is easy, and anyone who says they're a morning or night person, um, now I don't know if that's true, but quite frankly, I think it's bullshit. I think if anyone says they're night, it means they're not disciplined enough and quite lazy. Um, I'm actually a night person, believe it or not. I actually prefer staying up late. It's just, just, I just, I don't know, I just prefer doing that, but. I know I'm more productive, even though I am a night person, I'm actually more productive in the morning. Um, because you, you, you have too much distractions at night. Because, and when you have distractions at night, you just want to chill out, you want to watch TV, you want to do something, you want to hang out with girls or boys, whatever you want to do. You don't have that in the morning. So my, my, um, my statement here is don't, 
think that you are a night person or a morning person. I think, like, again, I think there has been some science behind it, but I, I also think it's a whole lot of bullshit because you can actually just change your routine. That's all it is. It might be hard the first week or two, but it does get better. Um, so there's a few things there. Um, what else can I, what can I word vomit at you? Uh, what else, what else? Um, I think you've you got to know whether you want it bad enough or not, quite frankly. Like... Do you really want it? Like, do you really want to be in shape? Do you actually want to, do you really want to do the work? Do you really want to to show up every day and, um, you know, when you don't want to train, which is for me, is like nearly all the time, you know? Um, sometimes I get home at late at night. I still get up at five. I'll still make up for that sleep at some point with naps and all that. But, you know, do you want to have that discipline in your life? You know what I mean? Um, because I and you got to keep in mind, like, is your social group? Do you, you know? What I mean, do you need to change your social group in order for you to be effective at this? Um, and quite frankly, I think for the people who don't, who struggle with this, don't really want it bad enough. They don't want the discipline because people have got to forget this is a lifestyle. It is a lifestyle. Saying in good shape and all this, it, it, for me, eating well and all that. I don't. It's, it's, it just doesn't go from my head. I don't need motivation. There's days where I feel motivated, the days I don't. That's why it's 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 almost ludicrous to think that you rely your your goals through motivation because unfortunately motivation comes and goes. Um, you had a bad day at work. Oh, I'm just going to go home. No, you need to do your shit. You need to actually take responsibility of your life and start taking control because unfortunately life is going very fast and if you don't take start taking initiative now you're gonna it's even harder to get into new habits when you're older because now you're trying to break down 30 40 year old habits and that unfortunately that doesn't happen overnight um so yeah there's some just pointers there make sure you're drinking enough water um like you should be drinking at least three liters oh it's hard like buy three little bottle of water um make sure you're doing that properly make sure you get your water um if you move more if you're going to train more often you're going to have to eat more food and that doesn't mean buying more shit food that because people go oh i've just lost weight you know you told me to eat more food i'm like yeah well it's like a car if you drive the other side of the country you're going to have to put more fuel in it but if you only just drive 10 minutes down the road you don't need as much fuel so it's the same thing. So fuel needs to be the quality of food. If you're eating shit food, that fuel is bad. It's like having my Aldi R8 and putting shit, you know, putting, um, what's the basic fuel? You know, I can't even remember what it's called. But you put, you put the basic fuel and it's going to run, it's going to drive like shit. But if you put the premium fuel in, it's going to drive a lot better. So it, it, it's the same comparison with your body. Um, so... Stuff to be looking at that. Um, and yeah, like, I don't know. I think that's sort of better. But like, you guys can remember, you're doing this rest of life, as I said. But like, don't be so harsh on yourself. Like, if you slip up here and there, who cares? Because it's it's the marathon on this. And it's the marathon who can last the longest out of all this rather than the end goal. So I personally, for me, I'm more concerned about the process of me getting to point A to point B rather than having the end goal. So for example, if you wanted to lose 10 kilos, don't worry about losing 10 kilos, okay? That's irrelevant. What are the habits for you to actually lose 10 kilos? And 
have those and start being on the process of developing those new habits for you to lose 10 kilos. And I guarantee if you just focus more on that, the byproduct of that is you, you, you will lose 10 kilos. Now, if you're not too sure what you need to be doing, you can go see a coach, you can come see me, you can DM me on um, Instagram at lockisawake. You can email me as well if you have questions. I'm, I'm here to donate my time. I want to actually help people actually take control of their lives. Uh, what's my email? Uh, Lockie, so L-A-C-H-I-E dot fitness at gmail.com. You can ask me any questions. You can also uh, message me if you have a number and all that. Um, maybe some future episodes. You Maybe there's a a question you have and maybe I can put it into a podcast, um, you can let me know. Um, hopefully I'll have more platforms to leverage this podcast off. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's simple, but this is, these are the, this is the stuff that people don't really talk about. They talk about how much macros you should eat and all that. And like, don't worry about how much macros, get your habits right first. Because I don't like to talk macros straight away because people don't have the right habits to even have the right macros. Like, if you're sleeping shit and you don't, you're not educated about the food you eat, why are you tracking your food? That's like step seven. Step one is to having the right habits, right? Step two, step three, then step five. Okay, cool, you've got the right habits. Now let's go and start tracking your food a bit more efficiently. So there's a lot of steps in the game here and you've got to learn how to play it properly and look at the small baby steps rather than the big steps. Um, but yeah, I think that's sort of about it. As I've had a bit more downtime at the moment, so I'm just trying to get more content out. Um, but yeah, like if anyone wants to see any new episodes, um, we'll, have been, we'll have Brian back on the podcast. Um, who else? We'll have probably Jason. I have a few other people that I want to get on as well. Um, again, this doesn't have to be just training. It could be everything. So if anyone has any other questions outside the, the, the training, um, should be able to help out there as well. Um, but until then, I think that's it. Look, I'll leave it there. Um, again, my Instagram is lockisawake, L-A-C-H-I-S, awake, A-W-A-K-E. Um, can use my email if you want. If you need to email me questions, it's lockie, L-A-C-H-I-E dot full stop, fitness, gmail.com. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, uh, Lockieville. Um, I try and get that activated, uh, active as, as frequently as I can, L-A-C-H-I-E space, Veal, uh, V-E-A-L. Um, getting my branding done at the moment, uh, so I will have apparel, so I will be doing a lot of draws um, on this podcast as well for free merch. There'll be hoodies, shirts, and all that kind of stuff. Um, Everyone also, so basically why I've got downtime, I'm, I'm still offering a lot of free sessions at the moment, just more educational sessions. So if you want to learn some stuff um, and you live around the Melbourne area, um, feel, feel free to give me a message via email or Instagram. I'm happy to organise that for you. But um, yeah, until then, we'll probably see you in the next episode and uh, thanks for listening. Talk to you soon.